Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hi, y'all. My name is Danasia, and I am a 22-year-old type A black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old type A black girl from AZ living in Denver, working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst. Season 5 is here, and we cannot wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as type A black girls. Hope you enjoy. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. My name is Faith. I work at Cisco, and I am about to be a pre-wife. Crazy intro, bro. Crazy. I was not expecting that. I thought we was going to do job titles. Um, (laughs) My job. They can hear about the other ones about the job. But yes, I also work at Cisco. But my main character right now is me being a pre-wife. Um... (laughs) I my name is Denasia. I work for L'Oreal. Um, pre-wife one day. We just gonna hope for the best, baby. We gonna fingers crossed and hope for the best whenever that time comes. Um, but speaking of life, um, this episode, as you guys can tell by the title, will be very much just life catch up because we feel like we haven't really talked to y'all like about what's going on in our lives and since we did our catch up in like season three. So um, yeah, stay tuned. But before we get into that, we want to drop. A quick plug for our YouTube channel because you guys are hearing our voices now, but soon you'll be seeing our faces. Yes. Highly requested by the girlies. Everyone on Instagram was like, also follow us on Instagram, but they were like, girl, we need to see your faces. Like, I can't do this whole listening to your voices. We need to actually like have some visual learning here. So um, we have a link in our link tree on our Instagram where you can subscribe. But if you want to look us up, we're type a black girls podcast and we're trying to get to hundred subscribers before we drop our first episode on there. So I'm going to need y'all to get on your zoom every day at 10 and subscribe. Okay. And because like the videos. This is, a, this is really light work. We're trying to see how y'all really going to pull through with us being long distance. Yeah. Podcasters doing a video and we'll see what, how y'all pull through. So y'all really need to pull through. Cause we got some, Good things coming if you'll actually pull through. Yeah. And we do have plans to maybe if this goes well. Yes. Do a more high end version of this. That's not YouTube. And that's all I'm going to say. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Sprinkle, sprinkle. (laughs) (laughs) Insane. Um, But the the link will also be in the bio of this episode. Yeah. Um, This will really be a recap. You know, we have posted a whole bunch on our personal stories. Um, Even... The nation posted on her main, so you know life really has to be going. Oh, girl, because I don't be, shoot, people people don't be knowing what's happening. And rightfully so, because I don't, you know, if you know, you know. Um, But yeah, this is probably the only recap that has been told, besides the people that were there. Yeah, and the friend recaps that we have with all, all the FaceTime. That's really it. No, literally, that's all it is. And the crazy and- part is, like, I was posting more on my story, and Faith was posting more on the close friends. I said, we didn't really flip-flopped. Joe was like, look at God. 
But the thing is, I didn't. I posted on my main um, uh, National Couples Day. I posted a ring with no diamond in it. Everybody like, oh my gosh, like, congrats. Y'all need to pay attention. Also, I'm a troll. And I honestly wasn't thinking like, oh, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them. They're going to they gonna know I'm engaged. Girl, why would the main story, wh- why would I post in my story that I got engaged? It's not, That's not main character. Main character is main. You said I need a feed post. A feed post. It was never giving on a purple shirt without a diamond in the ring. Like, I literally had to go back and rewatch it because I said, no way there's a diamond missing. And I looked back and looked closely and I said, yeah, nobody was really paying attention. I'm telling you on Instagram, you got 0.5 seconds to make your point and go. Ain't nobody clicking backwards. Ain't nobody clicking forward. They literally are just tapping, tap, 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 tap in, sweetie. They are not looking closely (laughs) because if you look closely, there show enough was no diamond in that ring. It was just a holder. I was in Jared. Like, <laughs> now, anyways, girl, let's get into our Rosebud and Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Rosebud and That's this whole episode, though. I'm not going to hold you. A little crazy. Yeah. Um, but, Mom, I'll let you go ahead and go first. But before we get into that, Rose is something good that happened in your week. Bud is something that you're looking forward to. And Thorn is something bad that happened. So, Mom, let's get into your RBT. Um. So, my Rose... I mean, if y'all have been really rocking with us or you just literally just know me, you know that I love Brent Fias down. Like, I just, I pray for whoever my future man is because they might be a little threatened by that, especially since I met the man. Like, yeah, I feel like that, that door is always open for me and call me the Lulu. (laughs) I'm not going to hold you. Like, you know, there's just certain celebrities you feel like if the, if the cards were aligned, like. That'd be your man. That's how I feel about him. Call it Delulu. But I was also Delulu about meeting him and I freaking met him. Yeah, that was that was huge. That was crazy. And the way that I met him, like the whole story, um, I forgot what episode that is, but maybe I'll figure it out and tell it on on the story, um, our Instagram story. But yeah, like being Delulu has worked out for me every time. It has. So I'm gonna continue to be delusional yeah. and just know that's my man. And I got VIP, so I'm gonna be up at the front looking at him directly in his eyes. Was there meet and greets or was just VIP? I'm not gonna hold you. I don't know what my VIP package consists of. I just bought it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm gonna be there regardless. And they were honestly like very affordable tickets. Like um, I was going back and forth with some people about the tickets and they're like, oh well, how much is it? And like GA was only sixty-five. What? Plus, but you know, Ticketmaster be adding about thirty dollars in fees, whatever the fees is. Like, baby, it's just a click of a button. But, um, yeah, with the fees, it came out to be about a ninety for GA, and then uh, it was only two hundred flat for VIP total. What total? That's yeah. great. That's it is great. great, and I think I do think what I did see though is that the VIP package also comes with merch. So. I said, baby, I'm in there like swimwear. I'm just going to pay that to support my man anyway, because that's just what a good a good woman does. But um, yeah, so that, if y'all could see Faith's face right now. Like, what in the suck? I don't think I have a celebrity crush, so. Oh, I- well, that'll do it. No, it's a certain level of just like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, if you know, you know, like. But the thing you- is, you were also a 1D girl. I was. Yeah, so you got really, sad to say. Sorry, y'all. I I am proud of that era. Like you know, I was really ride or die, but I try not to claim it now. Um, but I was in fact a directioner for a very long time. But I'm not gonna lie, I really can't even say I was truly a directioner. I was just a saying girl. 
Mm. I loved him down before Brent. It was Zane, and Loki still is Zane, but he didn't done some things. Yeah, he been in the news lately. <laughs> I can't stand beside him. But when back in the day, twenty twelve, yeah, Zane, that was my man. I didn't even know what he was. I just looked at One Direction and said, I like the Mexican one because I didn't know what his ethnicity was. <laughs> and I liked the fact that he was the only brown boy in there. And I was like, that's all we got. Mexican? Later found out he is not Mexican. <laughs> I didn't know I was 11. I didn't know. I just said I like the brown one. And he was the finest. And he had the best voice to this day. Oh, wow. That is amazing. I love that. Um, where did we start off with this? Oh, Brent. Yes. Yeah, so I'm seeing my man in August. Love him down. Um uh my my bud is out tomorrow. We're filming this on May 4th. Uh tomorrow's single de Mayo and I celebrate, bro, again, like I celebrate single de Mayo like I am Mexican. And the, the ironic part is that it's not even an I don't think it's an official Mexican holiday. It's like it's hey. more of an American thing than it is actually in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure, but I know I'm gonna be it having tacos and margaritas tomorrow that's what i know so mm-hmm. i'm excited for tomorrow and yeah. um yeah single de mayo uh my thorn so my first i have two thorns my first thorn so if y'all know like my hair i've been pretty natural for like a while now yeah. and it works because it's like you know i can actually wear my hair out and like it looks cute and i don't have any problems with it and it's pretty easy going i don't have to do like i can just do a wash and go and literally go what they don't tell you about being natural especially once you've been like a straight in every two weeks type of girly or a relaxer girly is that when you actually do get your hair straightened, the re- the revert is going to happen. If you get into any type of humidity, mm. my hair is not heat trained anymore. And growing up, my hair used to be heat trained. So like, it was so easy if, if it rained, I knew cause it was already damaged anyway, it was not going to poof up cause it was already straight to begin with. Yeah. But when it rained this past weekend, I didn't even get my hair actually wet, but I was just outside with an umbrella and I looked like a lion by the end of the night. Sick. Asked Mia on everything. She she literally like gave me a brush and I was in the bathroom trying to like smooth it down. Like literally my entire head poofed up after being outside for like 10 minutes in the rain. By the end of the night, literally like I, it looked like my leave out was left out on purpose. Like, Mm It looked crazy. So I'm realizing that's the only downside if you have like a sew-in and you're natural. Like keeping that, and usually I'm not in a hum- in a humid area. Like Vegas is dry heat. So I never have to worry about that. But yeah. now I got to actually think that through when I get a sew-in because it looks insane. Yeah. Um, so that was my first thorn. And my second thorn is that I literally met a Kevin Samuels dupe. Like mm. Kevin Samuels dupe. Uh, mm. This guy mutual friends with another friend that I have and I was just talking to him and you know it wasn't even really like about relationships like I don't even know how this really came up but he was telling me his perspective on like dating and he was basically he's basically just like what why does it always have to be the man asking the woman to be his girlfriend why does it have to be always be the man asking the woman to marry him like why is it always so much on the man like honestly relationships would probably last longer and be more secure if the woman asks those things because that's that way the man knows that she's real and he's and she's not using him for money <sighs> and i was waiting for him to laugh and like say jk he was very serious he was dead he was dead serious he was like yeah like i believe that you know first i already expressed interest in the woman so that enough that's enough what that's is it, it? 
I said, express interest. Your interest means nothing without no action. That part. I said, what does that mean? He said, well, I believe the first step should be the man expressing interest. The second step should be the girl asking him to be to be her boyfriend. <sighs> I said, so you want me to take you out and, yeah. and, and get it and get a little cake and on the on the plate with some chocolate syrup, right? Will you be my boyfriend? Oh. That's what you're telling me? That's equivalent to proposing. And he was like, well, yeah, that's right. Because, I mean, honestly, you know, men will really just get comfortable. And, you know, like, it's really hard for a man to actually say no. So if a woman does it, it's like, you know, he going to say yes. And I'm saying, like, if you mean to tell me you can't tell a woman that you don't like no, what does that make you? Let's ask the audience. What does that make you? A punk. Thank you. I was going to use something a little worse. But, yeah. Yeah, because why? What are you talking about? And I was like, first of all, men already have such an issue committing, period. That part. So if a man asks you to be his girlfriend, at least you know, you know, he asked because most of them don't even do that. They just be sitting there. Yeah, be cool. Yeah, we we chilling. We chill. We we, we cool. Like, no, like it's asking is important. Asking is important. And I said, oh, so do you want her to get on one knee next? He said, well, if she wants to. I said, all right. Oh, okay, so I know what kind of man you are. You know exactly who you, yeah. You're you're one of the sassy warriors, and you think. Oh, yeah. You got to question the woman on what she going to do for you. He wants a boyfriend. If that's what it sound like. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure what it sound like. I said, I wish you all the best in your endeavors, baby. I, I almost gave him an HR, an HR, um, HR message. I said, I wish you all the best. Basically, don't talk to me no mas, because I don't want to hear it. Like, you already told me. What type of timing you on? You're getting Kim, Kevin Samuels Jr., Kevin Gates Jr. Even you are just talking out the side of your neck, like it's crazy. Yeah, having a conversation with Kevin Gates, I think would make my brain explode. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, and this type of person, like when you talk to him, he's just gonna keep going in circles. Like it don't matter what you say, he's like, but you're not listening to me though, and that's the problem. Women don't want to listen. I said, oh, I'm not listening anymore, bro. You, you can talk to yourself. The what? conversation ended right then and there. That's your first impression of him. Like, that was his best foot forward. I said, get out. Get out of my face. I don't have any energy, no room, no time. In fact, talking to you, I just lost about 18 brain cells. <laughs> and, and I'm on the 19th because you're, you're trying to wrap up the conversation. I can't go to 20. Oh my, bro, I can't wait till we start doing video because there's been so many, even in the first 10 minutes of this, my eyes, say it all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my life. What about you, moms? Um, so let's go ahead and start with my rose. Um, so th- this was, this is quarter uh, start. So week one, last week, um, all of our last numbers were like wrapped up. And basically my job is like, I forecast numbers and then in the quarter is like, how well did you forecast? So I got like 90% something attainment. So like the numbers that I forecasted, 90% of that actually got bought up. I'm like, period. Look. And then, yeah. And then like, that's huge. 90% attainment and this supply chain time, huge. And then I got 70% accuracy and 70% during these trying times is huge. like huge. And like, I brag on myself on like stupid stuff, like not like little stuff, but like big things. I just don't know how to like not go about without being a braggart. So I just, I'm just like, oh, like I just kind of brush over it. But my coworker, shout out to him. Love him. Let's call him, we'll call him Robert. 
Robert literally so great. Like we were talking and it was about to be my turn to talk, to talk about how well I did. And he was like, I do also want to say shout out to Faith, not shout out, but you know, in corporate terms, shout out to Faith because she really rocked her product families and really did good with her accuracy. And she's been doing good for three quarters straight. I've improved accuracy three quarters straight. I said, yeah, thank you. That's what I'm talking about, Robert. Thank yeah, sorry. Yes, thank you. At this point, yeah, thank you, Robert. But yeah, I said, um, I said, yeah, you know, um, these two product families, I helped increase accuracy by da 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 da. And sometimes I'd be disassociating in WebEx because I don't see nobody's faces. So I'd be mm. I'd be like, I I'd be talking, but if I don't see a if I don't hear a mm-hmm or like uh like like a affirmation, I'd be forgetting that there's actually people on this call. And then I'd be stuttering over my words and I'd just be like, Faith, why are you so anxious? Like, I got to get on some medicine. I don't know, because this, this is getting, <laughs> we got to do something about this. I just feel like life should not be this hard. Like, I shouldn't be disassociating on a call talking about my accomplishments. We it, can't beat this team for nothing. <laughs> Bro, it's just so, I'm just like, I just want to be regular. As for like, but I low key, I feel like if I get on medicine, I'm gonna lose my spice. But that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> with my bud, y'all, it's Thursday night at 1048. This is my second to last day in this freaking apartment. I'm about to be living rent-free with mm. a man. This is real. Mm. Real this life, is, baby. This is, like, I just feel like, dang, like, we're really grown. Like, moving in with a man is crazy. Bro, I just think about us being 16. <gasps> I know. Like, and just, imagine if we could go back and tell them, like, oh, just so you know, X amount of years from now, you're going to be moving in with a man tomorrow. That she met at a shoe store. Like, <laughs> crazy. Like, it's just it's just so insane. And, like, I, so I'm really just soaking up, like, the little things. Like, I just want my, one of my last hot girl rocks. Like, I have this trail that I do every single day after work. Like, just the little things. Like, just appreciating the North Carolina air. So many days living here the few days that I was actually in this apartment I was just like I can't wait to leave I can't wait to not be long distance but now it's actually coming to a close and I'm just like ugh. but that and that takes me to my thorn um on Wednesday I had a going away lunch with um three co-workers it was really really great and um it was just good like it's called a, uh, we went to a place called two guys grill oh hey damn one of the best excuse me Philly cheesesteaks I've ever had in my entire life so that was great mm. yes Oh, it was a sweet potato fries, and I had a chili temple. Everything was great. And then, um, and then when I said I was like, "Hey, y'all, I'm about to head out because I was gonna go to I was gonna grab a later lunch with my co with my coworker besties," and me and Robert ended up hugging and like I almost started sobbing. Aww, bro, like it was like he taught me everything I know we met this my third day of work and he gave me the rundown he told me about 401ks he told me like how much I should contribute to everything like he's he's really sculpted sculpted me into the worker I am like I attribute a lot of my success to him because he's helped every step of the way and he's like seen more in me than I have in myself you know like he's the one who told my my manager like she's ready for more you know she's ready for another step like she's ready for more dollars you know um so we hugged and I was just like don't faith don't don't like I know you want to like I need you not to cry because your makeup is done and that honestly my makeup was only going to stop me from crying 
So like I'm literally, you know, that karate that you do with the napkin that you're putting like in between your eyes. <laughs> I was yeah. doing that, and I was like, I was like, face, like I was teary eyed. I couldn't even see my my uh, my workspace. It wow. was just dang. And then I had a going away like hang out with my other coworkers, Indy and Winston. I've talked to Indy has been on the podcast. I think in last season. Yeah. Um, Winston is a big supporter of the podcast. He'd be on the lives like, hey, he's great. Love Winston. <laughs> And we went to this place called Boxyard where we went the, got the macaroni and cheese. I got the macaroni oh, and cheese. Oh, love. Yes. And um, ma- the beans were nasty. Really? Like, they were disgusting. They had cilantro in it. Okay. Well, something I, I, live. I bring a, I, I, I said, hey, like, can I, can I exchange these? And I got fries. You know, those fries hit. But oh, yeah. if you ever in North Carolina go to Boxyard, Lawrence's Barbecue, get the barbecue, get the pulled pork, right, that you liked? Pulled pork sandwich with the fries and mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. You think it's later. Um, and then I got, I had one of the best cupcakes, mom's top three of my life. What? It's called Buzz Mom's. It was a carrot cake cupcake. Oh, it ate down. Ugh. But yeah, so Winston was like, we've really come a long way. And we, obviously we knew this was my going away, didn't like hang out, but like nobody wanted to say it. And literally me and like me and India were like blinking away tears. Like Winston, why would you bring that up? You know you have two girlfriends. Like, why would you bring that up? And I'm just like, talk about literally anything else. And then we were like, let's all hang out. So we all hung out at India's house that night and watched two movies and just hung out in our pajamas. And it was just like, that's my kind of going away. Like, I don't, I'm not a big drinker. I don't really want to go to the club. I just want to sit down with people that I know I like. We don't got no beef. We just nice. good. We can just enjoy enjoy each other's presence. So like, it was really, really great. Um, on top of that, I got three thorns. Number two, my flight is at 5 a.m. on Saturday. Mm. So I have four duffel bags, one big suitcase that only has three wheels, um, another duffel bag for a carry-on and a backpack. So, and this is all through Lyft. So I'm going to tip that, man. I'll be like, hey, I need you to stand here while I, yeah, it's going to be something. Finally, my VP came to RTP, which is where I work. And he was like, okay, I mean, I'm just here for you guys to ask me questions. Mind you, this man is new. Like, he's fresh. Maybe he's been here for maybe three months. I said um, three questions because we were, we, were, we were doing, like, um, get to know you questions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, what did I say? I said, well, what is your favorite song from the 1900s? And what is your favorite song from the 2000s? <laughs> Everybody started giggling. I said, what? And that's a very valid question. My coworker said, 20th century. I said, oh, yeah. And the thing is, he started talking about his 18-year-old son. And he started talking about um, how he said his uh, his test was was light. And he goes, well, is that like lit? And he goes, no, it was light, like light work. I said, yeah, like light work. And then we started talking about Spotify. Like, I'm basically your son's age. This, this We are, we have a disconnect, sir. You it's know? A generational gap. Just swear. And I literally, my question, to, my professional question to him was like, how are you going to bridge that gap between early career and what you are? Like, you're so high up. Uh-huh. He's like, Things like this, like meeting with you. This don't do nothing. I'm not going to, this does nothing for me. Like, uh, I'm like, put a kahoot on. We can link on some kahoot, you know. <laughs> so I'm going I'm to I'm ping his uh, executive assistant. Hey, I think you should do a kahoot with all the new hires. And I think that can really get. I can something, get something about that kahoot music just really bring a group together. 
Yes, it does. And I'm sure he don't know nothing about Kahoot, so it'll give me kudos. But uh, but yeah, that is my RBT. Let's go ahead and get into we we've been traveling. We've been we've been on tours. We've been going nationwide, worldwide, well, not worldwide, but soon, baby. We've Basically. been going everywhere. And yeah. we just felt like this was too much to squeeze into an RBT. Like we have both been places and have stories to tell. And part of these stories, we haven't even told each other. So it's like, we got to tell y'all so we can get the live reaction of what all happened. Some of this, some of this fate does know, but not all of it. So um, let's go ahead and get into it, moms. You want to start off with your first, first escapade? Yes. Okay. So I went to ATL in Philly for the past two weeks. Yes. A lot before I I was moving. I know. Um, but let's go ahead and start with ATL. So ATL was a work conference. Very, very great. It was called Radiate. Um, Cisco's Connected Black Professional ERO put it on and it was the first of its kind for Cisco and it was freaking amazing. Great networking. Um, all the levels, grades four, which is the lowest level, which is that's mine, through like grade 12, which is the highest, I think were literally so amazing. Like the executive leadership team came, like basically everybody but the CEO came to one of our rooftop bar nights or whatever. It was just great. But the first escapade, I'm not going to get into specifics, but men act up at these conferences. Hmm. Specifically realizing that, oh, you're married. I realized that I did not look at a, a ring finger because like that's just not something that I checked for. But now I'm be like, why are you acting like that with that ring on your finger now? Now I know. I learned a lot from these conferences. So that was it. I think I'm just going to run through ATL because not really much like that I can really say happened here. Um, I met a lady who I met with today because I networked with her a few weeks ago at the conference. And she's like rooting for me to become a project manager. And the thing is, I, ca- I got into college for, for coding to be a project manager because I thought that's the only way you could manage projects is software engineers. Obviously, that's not the case. I just I wasn't well versed. I didn't research. I just just used my brain vibes. Um, but so I might I might be getting my PMP in like the, the year. Like I, I think I really want to do that. And I feel like that's a real type A job. And I think I really, really I would really enjoy it. Um me and India were the thickest thieves. India is the girly that was on last episode last season. Um and if you see her, if you saw her, you saw me. And if you saw me, you saw her. It was great. And she's a little bit quieter. So I would be like, we'd be like, oh, how did you guys meet? And I'd be like, oh, do you wanna do you wanna say our story? Cause our, our story is funny. Like we met on a one-on-one. We ended up living three minutes away and we've been best friends ever since. Um, met a lot of early in career girlies. It was just great to see everybody in person, just to see their personalities and their body language, because you can't really get that from Cisco WebEx, you know? Um I saw this lady that I saw in freaking 2017 and she was so amazing. And I was like, oh my gosh, um, it was the first conference that I got my first internship at Grace Hopper. If you're, if you're a STEM girly, go to Grace Hopper. You will not regret it. I promise you. They, they are handing out internships like, like flies, like literally flies. <laughs> so um, her name was Morgan DeBond and she was a small light skinned lady and she was a CEO of a Blavity and uh, and Trevor Noir, and she's literally an amazing lady. She she was the she was the keynote speaker. Oh, she was so amazing. If you don't know about Morgan Bond, I need you to go follow her and everything she does. She is literally so inspiring. I went and asked a question to her, and I was literally on the verge of a panic attack. I was experiencing a, a low level panic attack as I was asking her the question. But I was like, hey, like I said in twenty seventeen, I love you down. Like, oh, 
Rick, I love her down. Um, also, a little hack if you're going to a conference, have a, some crazy hair. I had that little pink strip that you guys have seen on Instagram. Definitely follow Instagram. And all the girlies knew me like, I guess this lady was talking to me about another, uh, talking to a lady about me. And she was like, you should connect with her. She saw me in the bathroom from my pink hair and was like, are you Faith? I said, yeah. Yes. I said, oh, honestly, it wasn't on purpose. But this pink hair has been the best for networking because you, we're all black. So you can't see the black girl. We're all black. So, which was crazy. Yeah, it was all black conference. So that was great. Um, but yeah, pink hair, that was the blueprint. I'm not going to hold you. And finally, the pink sales- print, the pink print, if you will. Thank you. <laughs> and sales almost poached me. So I have a goal of meeting everybody underneath my VP in the first year. Granted, I'm 35% of the way through, but it's still it's a pretty insane goal. And so um, I, t- I was talking to this lady and she was like, oh, you need to be in sales. She said, let me ask you this. Uh, already already you sound like some mess (laughs) I said I she said let me ask you this do you like your job I said I I really do love it she's like okay how much do you make I said I told her she goes oh you could be making 250 by your the other time you're 20 25 if you get into sales she said I'm let me find my people found her people I guess she's higher up she said this is faith she works in uh she works in supply chain y'all talk to her and introduce yourselves and left so they're introducing themselves. I'm like, you know, when they took that little uh lotus bomb, lotus flower at uh Percy with Percy Jackson at the at the casino. That's how I felt. Them salespeople made me feel like this is what I need to do for the rest of my life. Like this is it. This lady took me from that euphoria, took me to the side, and said, "Look, do you like your job?" I said, "Yeah." She goes, "Do not let these salespeople close on you." Because that's exactly what they did. They just closed on you. That's their job, and they're good at it. So if you like your job, stay in it. I said, oh. She said, I mean, you you can talk to me. I can get you a job. But th- there's no need for you to switch if you're not even interested right now. I said, thank you. Because I was really on cloud nine. I'm like, 250? Period. But I was talking to somebody in my company after, like, recapping it. And they were basically like, I didn't tell you this. But it might be foolish of me to say but every salesperson I've ever met can't keep a wife or a husband because mm. they basically put their job first every single time. And they're always traveling, which I would love to travel, but I just don't. Now that I've traveled for basically like nine, eight, nine months straight, I only, I just want to sit down. Yeah. You know, and if I have such a demanding job, I can't really sit down. But to the best part of Atlanta. So if you don't know, at conferences, you have like, the professional development sessions, you have uh, the root, the like after parties or whatever, corporate sponsored after parties. And then you there's networking after like my mentor was like, yeah, we're going out tonight and you coming to. I said, oh, I'm glad I, I'm glad I brought dresses because I, I, I was packing like Denasia because I didn't know what I was going to pack. Um, I didn't know we were, what we were doing. So we ended up going to a club. Y'all, why did I go to the bathroom? Saw Summer Walker. I'm sitting here like what in the literal frick and she looked she looked a little homeless no she looked all the way homeless and I'm like did she maybe she I'm thinking maybe she didn't have to go to the bathroom that's the only reason why she should have been in that club looking like that so I was like okay cool cool and I'm like India that's Summer Walker she's like what so I went to the bathroom Summer Walker came out of the bathroom India was like try to say hi and the security guard was like no oh 
Okay. So I definitely did see her because I was like, it's, it's, it's Atlanta. Probably everybody looks like Summer Walker, you know? But then I, um, I'm singing Got a White Boy on my roster, okay? Like, I'm thinking nothing of it because me, my friend India, and, Gra- and my friend Gracia were just chopping it up. Then we go to this section. Mind you, the mid-career girlies are just chilling in a section. I'm like, this don't feel right. It, like y'all st- st- it looks like y'all are staring at us, and I can't do much in this club because y'all are here, and you guys are my elders. You know, <laughs> even though we all, we all thick as thieves, not really. It's, yeah. th- it's thin and th- thin as thieves. You know, you cooled in the workspace, but I'm not doing got a white ball on my roster straight up in front of you. You know, this is a little bit farther. So then I look over. I'm standing on the couch at the section because I'm like, let me just look cute on this on this couch. Standing, standing, standing felt like a little um, Neanderthalical, but I was like, let's just stand. And I look over. But at, mind you, everybody was standing. Everybody was smoking hookah and standing. So I'm like, I got to get the vibe. I look over, I see Callie, and I say, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. I'm like, Faith, you're only 23 once. You're never going to get this. You know you don't ever go out, first off. When are you ever on a Tuesday night out till 12 a.m.? Never, okay? So I was like, Faith, embarrassment does not, is not a thing, does not exist. Go over there and see see if that's Callie. That, it could only be Callie. So I went over, I said, how are you, Callie? She's like, yeah. I said, oh my gosh, her music makes me feel so sexy. Like, da da da. And she was like, she was like, oh, you know, like she she kind of gave real raw, but like she had to be like sweet, you know, because yeah. you never know who you're talking to. So then, mm-hmm, came on, and I'm like, why couldn't Got a White Boy on my roster came on? Because I don't know, mm-hmm, like that. All I know was the TikTok sound. So then there's this blue hair girl taking my shine. Because she could know all the words. I'm like, I'm going to punch you. Because you were just talking, sitting here, chopping it up with Callie. Let me have my Callie time. But she's like, mm-hmm. And all the words. Girl, how you know all the words? <laughs> I was like, I was so hot. I was just like, girl. But I did get a really cute video. And honestly, we did our April recap. But I do think we're going to need, like, a Houston recap. And a fill in ATL recap for this week. Because, like, I feel like there's so many videos that I didn't post. Because I was just like... I was going to make reels of these. I just never did. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I met Callie and that that was the highlight of my work conference, which is crazy. But, yeah, I got a picture with her. I put in the April dump and I was just like, this is life for real. This is living. This is this is not surviving. We are thriving. Bro, and the thing is, I was just listening to our last episode and I was like, yeah, like, I'm not really spontaneous. Like, I just really sit inside and da, 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 da. But right after that, I I got in my spontaneous bag real quick. And not even on purpose. Literally, it fell into your lap. Quite literally. So that was that was ATL in a nutshell. I'm sure there's more, but that's what I'm going to say, especially because it was a work conference. And, like, there's only so much I can say about a work conference on the Internet. So how was Houston, moms? Girl, Houston... Houston was a movie. I kind of, I told Faith it was low-key. The vibes was giving Miami part two. Like, the way I felt in the city was like, oh, it's crazy out here. And for for, for context, basically, um, my Deltaversary, I was turning two, and me and my line sisters were like, we trying to go to, we trying to go somewhere. We trying to go somewhere and look cute. 
long story short. And our Sam's were like, hey, uh, we turned two as well, and we trying to go somewhere and look cute too. So we had a little group vote, and we said, where are we going? And Houston was decided. So everyone was like, oh, why Houston? I said, baby, we did, we, that was literally a random decision. Like, we just wanted to go somewhere where we could look cute and have fun. So we have been planning this trip for so long. Oh, my gosh. And we had so many troubles with just the Airbnb because it was like, well, this one canceled. The next one canceled. Some other lady said uh, her HOA no longer allow Airbnb, so that one canceled. I said, oh, okay, so this is what we're doing. So we ended up in this cute little, like, townhouse. Um, it had three bedrooms, a little, a little, little kitchen area, a, a big backyard with a mysterious shit um so yeah so the first night was friday we were only there for the weekend we all just came in and we went to the store i had whataburger in texas for the first time Mm. literally life-changing i tore that burger up now granted it was the first thing i had to eat all day so that could have been it as well but i don't even i'm not really a burger girl like that but i literally tore it up and then we went to the liquor store. We got like what we needed for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And by that nighttime, everybody had come in and we literally just had like a drunk game night and everybody had matching pajamas on. And we had, oh, it was such a good time. Like, so good. We just giggled. We laughed and giggled the entire night and took pictures. And yeah, so I, those those pictures did not make the dump either because I was like, I only have 10 slots. Like nine. Yeah, literally nine. So I was like, well, I'm just trying to choose what I can. Um, So had a great time Friday night. And then Saturday is when the shenanigans started because um, we were like, okay, this is the only day we truly have to go outside because some people were leaving on Sunday. So Saturday we meet up with our stands from Arizona. Shout out to them. We loved it. We loved everybody. Um, So we met up for brunch. And when we came in, we was like, it's giving real empty. And like, if you're on TikTok and you'd be seeing videos of Houston brunch, it's never giving empty nor quiet. It's giving like hookah standing on chairs with, with some waffles on the side. That part. So when we came in, we realized they opened at 11 and we were the first ones there at 11. Now, mind you, I'm already not, when I, talk, when I say brunch, I use brunch very loosely. By brunch, yeah. I mean we get in there at two. Mm. Loki, it is lunch. I don't care. I still want waffles in hand. I don't, I want all day brunch, truly. <laughs> I want all day breakfast. I don't want no lasagna at 3 p.m. So like, no, it's like, I'm not doing it. So we got there and realized we was the first people there. So the vibes were definitely just like us in there chilling really. But um, as time went on, we realized it was really more of an auntie spot. Like Mm. everyone that came in had a Keisha Cole haircut. And we was like... (laughs) We was like, maybe this isn't our vibe. Maybe this isn't our vibe. And then finally the DJ came and based on the videos, it seemed like it was lit. So we realized like we cracked the code. If a brunch spot has hookah and a DJ, that will attract a young crowd. If we don't got hookah or a DJ, it's not really going to be as lit or good music. Honestly, it's not going to be as lit as you want. So we, we saw the DJ come in and then we saw this white guy follow with a saxophone. And we said, now what he finna do? And when I tell you, moms, he was literally playing the saxophone along to all the songs. It could have been like Travis Porter, and here he was on the sats. Okay, now, ladies, what? Crazy. I was like, this is insane. So I later found out, based on people that were actually from Houston, that like that was not the place to go at all. We went to the, we did not, we shouldn't have been there, basically. But the food was good, and like it was a very chill day because the night was going to be crazy. I see. 
So um, we ended up going back home and changing and <laughs> we went to this Nets place and basically, I don't know, I don't even remember how we found it, but we had saw something online that said with every free RCP, you get a whole picture of mimosas. Mm-hmm. It's 15 of us. Oh my gosh. A picture each, mind you. Absolutely not. Picture each. I said, I ain't no way we're going to finish these. There's no 15 each, 15 pictures of, of champagne. Champagne popping. No, absolutely. I don't even like champagne, truly. So yeah. I was like, uh, I'm not really in the vibe for that. So when we got there, we were like, oh, like half the people was like, where are our pictures at? Half the people was like, it's okay. Like, I'll just get the mozzarella sticks and call it a day. Yeah. But we were the only people in there as well. And I was like, are we just not finding the right spots? Like, what's happening? Like, where, where is, where is y'all at? We need y'all here. Like, so um, we left that spot and finally we was like, let's just wait until we go to the club tonight because obviously it's been misses. So now we're sitting here. Texas really don't got sidewalks like that. So now we sitting there on the corner <laughs> looking like a bunch of hookers on the corner waiting for our Uber because they took forever in, in, in Houston traffic. And we finally get picked up. We go back to the crib. Now we're about to get ready to get dressed. So mind you, there was a fight. <laughs> in the corner. Sorry. <laughs> what you're saying? Okay. Fight? What? So there? No, 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 no. Like, like a, like a, like a, like a televised fight. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a fight that's supposed to be happening. I don't even know who was fighting. I, I couldn't tell you. I don't. I don't keep up with that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, but there's supposed to be a fight happening. So, um, you know, I, I, I take a long time to get ready. So yeah. Blair and Jayla have been the first to get ready. So they're like, let's just go ahead and go secure the section because they had a rule on there that if you're not there in the first 15 minutes when your section is reserved for, they're gonna give it to somebody else. Mm. Crazy. Because the section started at 10. And most people don't be showing up to the club at 10. Yeah. Especially if you have a section. That if you're part. trying to get in before 11, like ladies here before 11, then sure. But we literally have a section. You going to give it away? Crazy. <laughs> so Blair and Jayla had left early to go secure the section. And then we were going to follow. And they text us in the group chat like, hey, y'all, ain't no music playing in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was literally in the middle of throwing my lashes on. I said, what do you mean there's no music? And they was like, yeah, like, they're literally just live streaming the game. Like, it's just a bunch of guys standing around watching the game. I said, okay, so then we're not going. What's the backup? Like, we had a list. And Jayla was like, well, we already put a down deposit on here, though. Like, we can't get our money back. No. So I said, we just going to pay to be literally in club dresses watching a game? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So we ended up, I, I was, I was actually got on, I actually got ready pretty quickly, but all together with the four of us remaining, it took a minute. So we ended up coming like an hour after that. And by that point, the game had ended, thank God, or the fight, whatever it was. <laughs> and they had started playing music. So when we first, when we all reunite at the club in our section, we sit down and immediately off bat, J-Lo notices that the guys next to us have new bracelets on. And long story short, like we're Deltas. They, they are members of Kappa Alpha Psi, Fraternity Incorporated, AKA the Noops, and, or the Kappas. So we were just like, oh, well, you know, the noobs over there, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, what are the odds, you know, crimson and cream. So Jayla was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe we should say hi. So we, for the first 10 minutes, we were kind of just debating if we should say hi. But our server came over and Jayla had put like in the description what our occasion was for. And she put, we're celebrating our Deltaversary. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the server came over and was like, congratulations, you're celebrating your, your Deltaversary. When I tell you I've never seen a man's head snap so quick, because <laughs> the one with the bracelet looked over 
And before we know it, we was all sharing. We, we made one big section and had one large area together, right? Period. So we ended up having a good time. Like, they were really cool guys. Like, I got to say, the men in Houston are very hospitable. And mm. I say that because I've been to Atlanta and did not experience the same type of vibes where the men were very, like, sassy. They, they, they didn't, yeah, like, they didn't care. But these guys were very nice and, like, made sure he was taken care of. And um, one of the guys in there, right, he had on a red hat. And a red shirt and his name was cash and mm. in my opinion he was the finest out of the bunch mm. like tall tatted you already know my, my type like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was giving it was giving yeah like that's what the nature likes mm-hmm. so um he he had like he had been off on the corner acting all mysterious and i like that i like a man to be a little tucked off like you're not saying too much i want to know what your vibe is right so um he had like answered a FaceTime call from somebody and like propped it up on the table and started throwing up literal gang signs. <gasps> like moms, like he said, Hey, what's up, blood? It started <gasps> moving his fingers in ways I never seen fingers move before. <laughs> and you would think in that moment, Denasia, why would you like that? I don't know why I liked it, <laughs> but I know I did. And I said, Oh wow. What's going on over there? Like, it really is giving opposites a track because never have I ever been been in any type of gang affiliated situation. That's so hard. I was like, oh, wow, like that's crazy. So long story short, we spent the whole night with them. And um, when it was time to leave the whole place, by the way, we went to a place called um, the Pros- Prospect Park. So I highly recommend you go there on a day that's not a football game, basketball game or okay. a fight because it turns out they're a sports bar. Who would have thought? <laughs> How did you guys not know that? Because when we looked it up, like sports bar wasn't the main thing advertised. Like, you know, so they just had a bunch of TVs like playing stuff. Um, So we had realized like, oh, we're in a sports bar. But when we they closed at 2 a.m. and we we're like, hey, we ain't only in Houston once, baby. So we're going to just make the best out of this time. So the guys were like, oh, there's another place we know that's not too far from here. If y'all want to go like, you know, Ubers are expensive. And I'm thinking, this ain't nothing to New York because in New York, you'll pay $80 to go down the street. But they're like, you know, the Ubers are expensive, so we can take y'all. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, which one of y'all is sober? Because <laughs> I'm not playing with this. Like, y'all not playing with my life. So right. the sober drivers, including cash, right, um, we're like, okay, yeah, come on. We can take, like, two cars. So we ended up splitting up, and we're now walking outside the club. And there's a huge highway between where they parked and where we're at. Mm. So we literally had to fight for our lives across that street and not get ran over. And Cross- literally like, huh? Cross the highway? Moms. It was like, like, it, it, there was no, there was no light. Like Frogger? Like, yes. Like, yes. I don't know what that game is where you got to jump across the river. Oh, I'm thinking jump across the street. I used to play it in daycare, not daycare, but yeah, after school yeah. camp. No, literally, that's what it was giving. And we had to, like, run across the street. So, mind you, we're just worried about not getting ran over, right? And I'm, normally, I'm with Kari and Blair because those are my LSs. Like, Mm -hmm. if Joy was there, we would all be the four of us. Like, we locked in. So, I was just like, hey, we we need to be locked in. So, I'm thinking they're behind me, right? Yeah. I get across this intersection, wherever the heck we at. I look around, I turn back. They're not there. And I'm like, what happened? But I'm just thinking, oh, maybe like they went with Cash because Cash was also behind us. He was one of the drivers. So I'm like, okay, you know, maybe they're with Cash. And so um, another guy, his name was Tweety. (laughs) Tweety was like, hey, where do the rest of your girls go? I said, they're still on the other side of the street. Like, I thought she was behind me and now they got to cross. And, you know, like it was just a very stressful situation. Yeah. And he was like, well, who they riding with? Because we're all over here. The people with cars. 
Mm. I said, what do you mean? I said, they were cash. He said, who the hell is cash? I said, <laughs> he said, what do you mean who is cash? I said, the guy in all red throwing up gang signs in your section, in your section. Mind you, your card on the tab. He was in your section. And you mean to tell me who is cash? Mm-mm. Be for real right now. He was like, and, and his friend gonna chime in. Josh gonna say, yeah, we don't know no 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 N word named Cash. I don't know who that man is. Uh-uh. 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 I said, so then who are my line sisters with right now? Who is that man? They said, we don't know, but you better go get her. I said, oh my God. <laughs> my heart. <laughs> Sick. My heart was in my literal butt. I was like, Oh my God. So I've never called and dialed a number so quick. I dialed Blair. I said, Blair, she gonna say, Hey girl. I said, no, <laughs> ain't no, Hey girl, this is life or death. We find for our lives. Like, I don't know where you're at right now, but do not get in the car with that man. She was like, cash, isn't he with them? I was like, they over here saying they don't know him. They don't even know who this man is. Y'all about to get in a car with stranger. And he don't even, he probably don't even know the place they going to. He about to abduct y'all. Sick. And she gonna say, oh, <laughs> and, and be like stressed out. So now I'm trying to cross the street again and Tweety gonna grab my hand, talk about, hey, not too fast, little lady. And gonna grab my hand and try to diddly daddly across the street. My lines is just about to get abducted and he trying to, he trying to miss Daisy me across the street. Sick. I said, I got bigger fish to fry. He gonna grab my hand, talk about little lady. <laughs> I said, you are, I'm literally almost taller than you. Don't do this to me, Tweety. <laughs> oh, he was a small man. He was a small man, small but mighty. That's where his name came from. Tweety bird. <laughs> bird. <laughs> As in bird. Um, so yeah, I was just I, I I made the way across the street and and sure enough, there's there's cash in his like fast charger. And, and he gonna roll down the window, hey, what's up, y'all? Like everything okay. I said, <laughs> eh. I said, ain't no what's up, y'all. You just tried to abduct my line, sister, talk about what's up. He talk about what you talking about. Everything just in slow motion. I said, I said, Tweety and them said they don't know you. And he said, oh, that's like that. See how folks switch up on you? I said, what? <laughs> I said, switch up, baby. What? And Tweety, Tweety was like behind me. He said, ah, oh, ain't no cash. That's rich. What you talking about? That's rich. I said, so what is this man's name? Because he's been telling us all night his name is Cash. And he's going to say, well, actually, I said, you know what? <laughs> he said, you know, growing up back home, they call me Cash. And, you know, here they call me Rich. But, you know, I'm just, I'm Cash Rich. I'm one and the same, you know, baby. I said, ain't hey, no, no, no. You literally are causing confusion amongst the masses. If you go by Rich here, you need no. to tell us what's your name. I said, what is your government name? He's going to say. <laughs> Richie. I said, okay, then, Richie. <laughs> I said, okay, then. Okay. Then why don't I, wh- where did cash come from? We can't do this. And then we got his Instagram later, and the Instagram app was Richie. So I said, what is the truth? Why are you giving us your fake, your pseudonym? Your, yeah. Crazy. So I, after that point, we didn't want to split up no more. So we just ended up um, staying together because <laughs> we was like, we're not doing this no mas. And when we get to the second place, mind you, they all had like scat packs, chargers, everything. So we pulled up and made an entrance. And I ended up riding with Cash, aka Rich, because I didn't want to split up from my line sisters. And Tweety got an attitude talk about, I didn't help you across the street. I said, uh- <laughs> Do you not? Did you not? I said, I said, go home, sweetie. 
No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I could have been I could have been petty, but it was like no. So we got to the net spot and when we when we pull up, um, they were like, Hey, the lady's getting free. I said, Oh, I love it here. Yeah. We don't have to pay for nothing. Period. And the guys are like, hey, but where, where y'all come from? Did y'all park here? And they was like, uh, we don't know if we parked here or not. Because basically they knew that like they would make, they would charge them for parking. Yeah. And she was like, hey, bro, I'm not even trying to start an issue with y'all. I'm just saying right now, if you did park here, I'm calling a tow truck and they taking every car out this lot. When I tell you all three of them men turned, their, turned on their heels and went to go move their car. Absolutely. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So this second spot was, was a bit more ghetto. A bit more hood. Okay. Um, didn't feel like we were in like an empty warehouse. And I said, this isn't really my scene. But. But we're only 22 once. That, there we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that one, it was giving standing on chairs. Like so many people had stood on the chairs. You couldn't even sit on no more. Because it had, it had like heel marks in the seats. Oh, wow. And it, it, was, it was a bunch of hookah. Um, some old guys bought us drinks. And when I tell you, moms, the like one of the servers had pulled us aside. I was like, hey, ladies, um, can you guys follow me for a second? We thought we was in trouble because we don't know what happened. And she's going to take us to a section with all 50 plus year old men. They're going, how y'all ladies doing? <laughs> what? what? Absolutely not. They said, they said, take whatever y'all want, take whatever y'all want. And I forgot who was trying, I think it was Jayla was trying to, I don't know who was sitting there trying to chit chat and entertain them. Girl, I never poured a vodka crayon so quick and left. I said, come on, we not talking to them. They offered the drink, we took the drink and we left. Ain't nothing, they don't got nothing that we got. They got grandkids our age. Ew. Literally. (laughs) Like, don't, don't, don't do none of that. (laughs) So um, Saturday was Saturday was really crazy, and then we we finally came. We finally went home. Tweety ended up uh, Tweety and another, another guy ended up taking us, driving us home. And when I tell you, moms, we hit the worst pothole I've mm. ever experienced in my life. I literally thought we crashed. Crash. We flew because you know we had just gotten in the car. We didn't have time to do the whole seatbelt thing because we all packed in the back. Moms, I literally flew projectiled out of my seat. And would like hit the top of his car, like his hood. We hit the top of his hood. He gonna go, oh shit! I said no. <laughs> shit! I looked. He gonna look back. Y'all good? I said no. We're not. Literally, we was like discombobulated, and literally, the only thing I could do after that was go to sleep. I was in knocked car? out in the back of that that, that car. Crazy. Um. So yeah, that was really the highlight of Houston. And then Sunday was supposed to be a brunch day. We were supposed to go to this place called Camp, which is supposed to be a really good place out there. But we didn't have it in us. After almost getting an accident and the whole nine, it was just not giving. So we ended up going to go to, go to the soul food place that char- didn't have no prices on their menu. They had the menu hidden. Talk about, oh, you have to actually ask for it. So we was literally just ordering, not knowing how much things was going to cost. Order came out to be about 50 for some, for, for some sorry, yes, for some sorry mac and cheese and some, it wasn't even good. Like the mac and cheese was giving craft. Mm. Yeah. So the, the soul food was kind of a disappointment. I'm not going to lie. And <laughs> Kari was like, you and Blair in the back judging like y'all on top chef. I said, if I came here to eat, 
we're going to give an in-depth review of how that went. And I wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't. And Blair was like, nah, this ain't it. Like, I can already tell by the way these sweet potatoes look. I said, yeah, they're not giving yams. They're giving out the can. Ew. So, yeah. But needless to say, I'll be back. We, oh, hung, out, we hung out with, uh, we didn't hang out with Tweety, but we hung out with his, um, one of his line brothers and two other other friends that night because they invited us to hang out. They're like, we don't know what y'all doing, but if you haven't left yet, you can come kick it. And that yeah. was such a fun night. Like, no weird vibes. We yeah, saw yeah. Richie again. He was he wasn't being weird, you know. He was actually being, you know, rich, and mm-hmm. we had a good time. So yeah, that was Houston. That was the Sparknotes version of Houston, honestly, because there was so much that happened that weekend. Yeah, those, those are the key highlights. Now we do have some calls in the request line because you guys have been sending us stuff, and these past couple episodes we haven't had a chance to get to it. So we really want to answer your questions because some of them might be a little time sensitive, and life be life in. So we're trying to help y'all out. That part. Um, we got some long ones. So I'll, I'll go ahead and start with that first, this first one. And these are all, these are from March. So if you don't know, or if you're new, we have a, a non anonymous suggestion box. Um, we don't know who sent it, but we can give you guys advice. We are not lawyers. We are not therapists, but, and don't, don't sue us if something goes awry, but we are to help. We are here to help give you our 22 and 23, basically 55, 45 years of experience um, to help you. <laughs> Okay, Uh, so first, hey, I'm a 21-year-old black woman who's in college currently. I have faced a lot of emotional trauma with my parents, but they're making it seem like they did nothing wrong in my siblings in my childhood. It's hard to open up to my mom because she feels like I'm attacking her every time I bring up the trauma in my upbringing. I plan on graduating college in December and moving in with my boyfriend of almost three years, twins, to a different state. But before then, I want to talk to my mom once again about that issue. I also have a fear of her kicking me out if I tell her how I truly feel now. How should I approach my mom when it comes to talking about how much trauma her and my stepfather put me through? Also, I love this podcast and thank y'all for being so open. Of Aww. course, girl. We no, love yeah. you. Shout out to you. We love y'all too. Moms, so you want to take this one and I'll piggyback? Yeah. Um. So off bat, I feel like I totally understand your reasoning of feeling like, you know, if you do say something about how she's made you feel your mom, there is that risk that she might not take it very well and you might end up not having a place to live between now and December. So like, unfortunately, I feel like the best option out of this is to really wait until you for one have space from her. Because I feel yeah. like in this situation, already you, you're saying there's there's been trauma involved. Obviously, there has probably been like some not so healthy things happening between y'all's relationship. And I feel like sometimes when you do move out, it's it's kind of easier to confront the situation when you're not actually living in it still. Like you can kind of add a, like a wall of separation and it's kind of like, for one, it's less risk on your end because you don't have to worry about getting kicked out if you bring it up after you've moved out. But two, it just gives you time to actually kind of reflect on what happened once you're gone out of that environment and be like, okay, like this is what I went through and I'm ready to talk about it. It seems like you're already ready to talk about it. So that's honestly the hardest part, but- um well no you said it's hard to open up but the fact that you're even thinking about it I feel like is half the battle so I would say wait until you move out or at least at least start the conversation and see how she reacts and if if you can tell that it's going to be a bad reaction and she's actually going to like retaliate and try to kick you out I would avoid that until you feel like you can handle that consequence because if it's if it's until December I don't want to say that's a short amount of time but I think it's I think it's enough time to where you can process what's happened and then bring it up once you move out. 
Yeah, I will say like the whole parent, if you bring up something that your parent did wrong and then feeling like you they're attacking you, I get that. I definitely, definitely get that. Um, I will say leaving, moving out of my parents' house definitely made our relationship better. Some, mm-hmm. some sibling, um, some children just can't live in the same house as their parents. And once they move, it's so much better. But living in the same house is like, girl, I can't take you. You're getting on my nerves, you know? Um, I would say, and I did this, I did this for my dad. Um, dad is strong, but I wrote a letter to him. Everything I could possibly want to say, because I know sometimes with trauma, you if they're if they're like, what did I do? Sometimes you'll forget those specific things because your brain has blocked out that trauma because it was so traumatic. If you sit down and because I know sometimes also with confrontation, I will just start crying with the with an essay because I wrote five pages, no double space, single space, five pages. I never I felt like a liberal arts major when I wrote that letter. Writing a letter will really make you really think like, okay, what did they do? How did it make me feel? How do I, like, these are all things that I feel like you should write down and get out on paper, whether it's a journal or Google Docs. Um, so that come December, if you if you want to send it, she might not read it. But if you want to send it, um, you, can, you can either send it or burn it. And just be like, all right, well, it, I know she's not going to listen to me because she's just, you might be in the space to have this conversation, but she she probably is not. Because she, she's like, well, I provided for her. I put a roof over her head and I took her to school and I gave her clothes. And that's all. I, that's that's the most I could do. And so she should just be appreciative of that. She might have that or something similar of that type of thought process. And she, basically, she was doing her best. And if you got, if you think about where a lot of our moms started off with, especially the single moms, because you have a stepdad, so I'm sure maybe she was single at one point. That might that might have realistically been her best. And I'm sure there's a lot of like emotional trauma that maybe she went through in her childhood that she never resolved and that kind of spilled out on raising you. So there, you kind of have to be, which is hard, stepping out of yourself and kind of being empathetic to your parents can sometimes suck. Cause you're just like, I just want to be a kid. I don't want to have to be an adult, but sometimes that's, that's kind of what you have to do to be, at least give yourself peace. Yeah. I think half the battle is realizing that your parents are people. Because I'm just like, damn, like you just, I don't know, I just feel like usually you just expect your mom or your dad to just have it already together. You're like, I'm the Mm -hmm. kid here. I shouldn't have to be worried about what you're doing. You need to worry Mm -hmm. about you and me, you know, but actually seeing your mom as a a person. Mm -hmm. If you heard her story, you heard what she was going through from a from a third person perspective. How would you feel? Would you be empathetic towards her? Mm-hmm. Would you be able to understand what she's going through when when you take away that mom title? Like, I think that's a very, very hard thing to do. And I think if you do decide to write that letter, like also keep that in mind. And maybe she doesn't open up to you about that. But maybe with this, you can you can have that process and start maybe helping her open up. Because honestly, I feel like that'd be more of a two way street. And I think if you do say something about how you were raised and what you went through, that can also be bringing up trauma for her because you don't know what, she, what trauma she was going through when this was happening. So I feel like it'll be a two-way conversation for sure. Yeah. Mm, that was that was a deep starter. But um, yeah. I'm going to get the second one. <laughs> the next one is like, so there's this boy. <laughs> um, so this person says, so there's this boy I like in my college. I don't really know how to get his attention and tell him how I feel. When we see each other, we speak, but it's always just a, hey, how are you? How should I approach him and let him know how I really feel? By the way, we have each other's number. Hmm. 
I feel like this is this has to be freshman sophomore. This feels very freshman sophomore. This feels like how I was during my in my dorm and that was freshman year. Um, I'm awkward. I'm all I've always been an awkward person. Um, if I don't like you, I could be as cool as as cool as ice. But if I like you, I am like Janine on Abbott Elementary. Mm. I give off those vibes. I swear. I swear to you. To this day, honestly. Um, but you have each other's numbers, so that's hard. Mom, I'm going to let you go ahead and take this one because I really don't know how to. I'm not going to lie. I don't know either. Like, I really don't. I, for me personally, if the man don't come to me, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not. I, I've never been the type of person where, like, I try to force it. So I would say my my my, my reaction would just be eh, it's not meant to be. If he ain't said something, it's not meant to be. Because I just I for one I suck at flirting, and mm. two, something about me going to a man just feels like I'm begging him to talk to me, <laughs> <laughs> and the fear of rejection is going to really get it to me. Because if he's if he says something that's off the wall, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be irritated. It's not even fear of rejection. I'm gonna just be irritated because it's like I came all the way over here to talk to you and you wouldn't have an attitude or you you don't you don't want to reciprocate. So I mm-hmm. would say if you guys already have each other's number and you feel like, you know, you want to approach him, um, start off with something you have in common. Mm. Like, let's say you guys met in a class. You can ask a question about the class. Like, hey, did you do so-and-so's assignment? Like, or, oh, what grade did you get on that? Like, I feel like my grade is off. Like, literally just play. Sometimes you got to you got to just start at a very base level conversation. It might not even be something you really want to ask him, but it just gets the ball rolling. And if you guys have mutual friends, like try to find a scenario where you guys are in the same place at the same time. Ask him questions. Honestly, I think your best bet is to just get that man talking. Mm. Men be really shutting down until you actually ask them questions about something they want to talk about. And then it's just yap, yap, yap. Girl, ask that man about something you know he likes. Mm -hmm. And it it should take off from there if you really want to, you know, approach him first. But I do feel like, you know, it, it it should happen a little more naturally or spontaneously, depending on like what scenarios you're in. So yeah. um, usually that's how I that's that's usually how I go through it. If, if it doesn't happen spontaneously, like I'm really I'm really not good in situations like that. So I let me know how it goes. <laughs> in high school, it was it was very similar to this, and it was I basically forced myself to learn about shoes for this man. Like I should not have been going to those lengths, but that's something you do because. I didn't, he was quiet, very reserved, didn't talk to nobody. And I'm like, so I made sure I got to school early and wore my best sneakers, which mm. was some Roche runs or whatever, you know, those Roche runs. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I've been thinking about um, getting into some Jordan 4s. Mind you, I had never seen that sentence in my entire never. life. Never. <laughs> Ever. So, it, so definitely ask him something he's interested in, but also that you may have interest in because I don't care about shoes. I don't care. Fake it. Like the whole, the whole pretending to know about sports thing, Bray baby. Mm -hmm. I I tell them off bat. I don't, I don't like watching real men throw balls around. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, being upfront and honest about that, usually they laugh and giggle at that and they respect that. So don't, don't try to, you know, pretend to like, you like something that you don't Um, try to find a middle ground that you know, you can talk about and actually have a good conversation about. And if all else fails, if all else fails, um, just ask him about his life. Like, oh, like where are you from? I'm guessing if you guys are in college, you might have come from different places. Like, yeah. just dig a little bit into where he's from and like his family, his friends, where he grew up, and start there. 
Yeah. Sure. And I also wouldn't start off off the bat telling him how you feel. Mm-mm. I would definitely ease into that and fill out the vibe. See if he's feeling you. That part. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go up to him and be like, hey, you know, I I, I like you. Like I, I me personally, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. It takes a minute for me to get to that point because I get shy around guys I like. But um another tip really quick, if you do want to feel more outgoing around a guy, something that helps with me. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm saying this out loud. I pretend they're gay. <laughs> Oh, we need video because what? <laughs> Sometimes, no, hear me out. It takes the pressure off if you don't have to worry about like, I don't know. I, it, sometimes, you know, like when you're just talking with your friend, you feel like you can be yourself because there is yeah. no like pressure to like make them like you or like, you know, so sometimes when I'm talking to a guy, I'll just pretend like he's one of my like guy friends that's gay because I don't really have many straight guy friends. I'll pretend like he's just like a gay friend that I have that's is not sexually attracted to me. And yeah. it takes the pressure off and it makes it feel like I can just talk to him and not feel like, oh, I'm talking to a boy my age that might like me. Because that alone already adds pressure to the conversation. So sometimes yeah. taking that off makes me feel like I can just be myself and not feel that like weirdness when you're around somebody that you like. That's that's definitely a cheat code for real. Yeah. And it literally it helps me kind of jump over that like awkward barrier where it's like, oh, like when do I when do I finally start being in Asia and not this little like front I'm putting on for him like. You know, yeah. like, how do I show him who I truly am? Because it's 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 easy to say, be yourself. But, like, when you're talking to somebody you like, you already get nervous and antsy. And it kind of just takes away the nerves. That part. Yeah. Okay, period. Yeah. Maybe, I, should, maybe I should have started off with the explanation first. Because, the, you know, that, that was a little clickbaity of me. <laughs> nah, I was like, what What does she mean by that? Where is she but going I'm with this? You're definitely on to something. Hey, ladies, thank you for answering my question about friendships in the bonus episode. You're welcome. And I can't wait for maintaining friendships part two. To go a little deeper in my situation, I actually recently had somewhat of a friendship breakup, and I say somewhat because I still enjoy our friendship, but I removed the title of best friends mainly because we've been on, on again, off again. In the beginning stages of our friendship, I was spending a lot of time in his dorm room. Oh, this is a guy. But it was the the guy, the friend's a guy. But it was also because me and my roommate at the time didn't really see eye to eye on certain things, and I felt uncomfortable. I felt like that may have been the beginning of me allowing some boundaries to be crossed. And I know I should have put put up put them up back then. As time went on, we haven't been as close due to our respective relationships. I have been single now for two years and I've just gotten used to being on my own and learning to love on myself more. To make a long story short, we've had conversations throughout the years about checking in on each other from time to time. But this last time I just got to a point where I got tired of feeling like I'm in the wrong and I had to fix it. I've had friends and acquaintances outside of my best friend, but some were through my past relationship and others have graduated and moved on. I'm currently in my senior year of college here in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and I am on track to graduate December of this year. I also live off campus and I work, I work so making friends, oh, and I work. So making friends has, has been a slight challenge for me outside of what I was used to when living on campus. I am at a point where I just want to build genuine friendships, not solely through campus life. I also plan to move to Charlotte, North Carolina with a cousin in early 2024, and I want to be able to make those friendships and meet new people when I move. Okay, I think I get this question a little bit reading it all the way through. Girl, if you don't get into some gymnastics or what, get into an after school, after work activity and find some friends there or get on Bumble BFF. She wanted to, she just want to find some friends. Facts. I mean, that's it. 
Honestly, the 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 one like silver lining I'm hearing from your story is that you're moving to a new city soon. That part. That changes everything. Like I think people underestimate how much of like a clean slate you have when you really move to a new city and you kind of figure yourself out and you yeah. now can meet like you can figure out what you like and meet friends based on those likes. Like everyone's like, "Oh, you know, I met my best friend in college or high school da da da." da. But sometimes adult friendships are hard to come by, but they're even more valuable because you actually have to put effort into them for one. And two, mm-hmm. you're not just friends for convenience. You're not just friends because you go to the same class and y'all have lunch together. Like you're friends yeah. because y'all actually met at a dance class and y'all like y'all like each other's energy or you know, like it's 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 definitely friendships based more on like common interests, I would say. So that's one good part about your situation. And the boy best friend is 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 killing me because it's like, why is he being weird? He has a girlfriend. They're both in, he's in a relationship as well. Which I think Got she it. was. Yeah, okay, so-, so she's no longer in a relationship and he, okay, well, that makes sense. I definitely think we'll probably have a, a topic on this, to be honest, about boy best friends and like what that means. Because it definitely is, is kind of dangerous territory, especially if you guys are both in relationships. It's kind of like, you know, like, I don't know if I had a man, and he had a very close girl best friend. It's it's not the most comforting thing yeah. for someone and a in single, a relationship. a single girl best friend at that. At that, yeah. So that might be like why there might be a current strain on your relationship, on your your friendship with him is probably because from what I'm assuming, you and your old man are no longer together and he's still with his girl. So it kind of does change the dynamic a little bit based on like, you know, just the fact that you are now single and you guys have a close bond. That's not a relationship. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely wouldn't say that that friendship is dead and gone. I think it's just definitely maybe on pause for the time being until y'all can figure out what your friendship means and how you can continue being friends while still respecting his relationship. Because the last thing you want to do is is also burn bridges with her or like, you know, Mm. step over boundaries that you don't want to cross. Or like you might unintentionally cross and you know your intentions, but not everyone knows your intentions. Facts. Facts. Yeah. All right, moms, we got a, we got a crazy one coming up. All you. Okay. So Okay, so this next one says, my boyfriend crashed my car by accident and my mom wants to sue him for $14,000. On top of that, this insurance is going to rise the amount because my parents will have to get kicked off. I honestly don't understand car insurance policies and no one is sitting down explaining everything to me. And honestly, dealing with friend issues too, the stress is really getting to me and I don't know what to do. My boyfriend is willing to pay to help, but my mom is treating him like a bum. Damn. Um, This is hard, friend. Sweets, I'm so sorry for one that you're going through this because this puts you in a really weird spot between your boyfriend and your mom. Like, I think think the main thing is like, why does she want to sue him? Like, if he's willing to pay... What are we suing for? You got to pay for a lawyer. Yeah. Honestly, okay. First thing, figure out why, what is the motive for suing? Because you can't really sue without a good motive. Because unless he was like drinking and driving or he was like, like not, I don't know. If he he just wasn't in a state to drive, that's a valid reason to sue him. But $14,000? I doubt. Maybe the mama didn't know that he was driving. Cause you know, that also could be a thing. Maybe, but it's also probably her car. I don't know. But the parents are on the insurance. Yeah. So it's probably the car they got her. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, moms. I think you need to have a sit down chat with your mom and your boyfriend. Because it sounds like if the mom was willing to sue him off bat for 14 bands, he didn't like him. Probably didn't like that man. And she's treating him like a bum. She probably don't like that man to begin with. Yeah. I would say have a sit down conversation with both him and her. If they're on speaking terms, if not, do it separately and figure out where to go from here. Because I'm telling you right now, if your mom sue him for 14K, y'all can't stay together. (laughs) Simple. It's just, it's very hard to move past that. But if she's treating him like a bum, a bum for sure don't got 14K just lying around. At least you're like a millionaire if you want that 14K. Yeah. But if if she's acting like he don't got no money in the bank, he for sure doesn't have $14,000 in the bank. That fourteen thousand is going straight to collections. Okay, so, um, and she said she's also dealing with friend issues, and I'm like, mom, and she said the stress is getting to her. I, I don't, I don't know, friend. Um, I think if if we're gonna prioritize what to handle first, first is figuring out. <laughs> talk to your mom or your boyfriend and see if you guys can come to an agreement that doesn't involve suing. Yeah, because that's gonna that's gonna be a much bigger thing than just oh he sued her or she sued him like that's gonna be a pretty big damper in y'all's relationship. But but between your mom and your boyfriend, to be honest, because if your mom really does sue him, it's gonna be hard to forgive your mom if y'all break up because of that. Like you sued my boyfriend, now we broke up. That part. That's a crazy crazy thing. Um, And then when it comes to friends, um. Not sure the background on these friend issues, but I'm hoping that they're understanding and know that like you're dealing with literal lawsuits. That part. And hopefully that can be something that's resolved soon. But please take a self-care day, girl. You deserve it. Yeah. Just journal. I don't don't know. Because you're going to, there's definitely a lot of outside at the end of this tunnel. I just don't know how long this this tunnel is. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely follow back up with some more with some more contents on the friend issues because we can probably help out with that more than we can the boyfriend. And also let us know what happened with that, because at the end of the day, if your mom wants to sue him, she will probably sue him. Yeah. Just keep in mind that, you know, that's definitely going to affect either one or two of those relationships. So. And last but not least, the end of the collab pod, which was with entry level. Um, was too good. We need a whole episode on men. Subtract him from the equation. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Period. Period. We will do that for you, girl. Sprinkle, sprinkle. If you know, you know. Um, yeah. We realize we haven't really had many, many like relationship focused episodes in a while. Like all of our episodes lately have really been about like you know self care, girl. Get your life together type vibe. We have not Love really it. touched on the specimen known as men in a minute. Mm-mm. Um. Or just relationships in general. It doesn't have to be with a man. Like whoever you whoever you with, uh, yeah. what what are you going through? So we might have to have a sprinkle sprinkle episode soon, moms. Oh, I know. And that one might have to be our video. Oh, it has to be video. Yeah. We I don't know to. what it's gonna be. It's gonna be a fun one. So definitely look out and tap into that YouTube channel. But before we actually get leave, y'all, we got some why would you say that? Because we haven't done why would you say that. We didn't do it last. We definitely didn't do it. No, we didn't do it last episode. Sorry. Um, all of mine are for Twitter. And I, all I do was send it to um, Danasia. Um, there's just so much. Okay. Somebody said, before you end up too slow, turn Zeus off for a minute, baby love. Put on a documentary. I promise they still going to be fighting when you come back. Why would you say that? Like, but honestly, 
Baddies West, I've never watched it, but I just know I would get addicted because it would be too good. <laughs> no, I know. It, 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 honestly, Zeus shows got it. I'm not going to lie. They do. They it's definitely just, do. It's just literally pure reality TV, pure drama. Ugh. Onto that one who looks like a witch. She scares me a little bit. The one Who's with the that? neck. The side profile. Oh, the one that was in the fight. Yes, with Tommy. Yes, I don't. Yes, I don't know what her name is, but she do scare me. Her and Krishan. Mom, don't say her name out. If you say her name three times, she's gonna come and get you. <laughs> like Bloody Mary. No, that lady scares me. If if I'm ever in a fight, I'm pretty sure I can just hold my own with everybody else besides Krishan. Because I'm gonna just throw punches. But with Krishan, I'm I'm choosing peace. Peace, she love, was and happiness like, every time. She was lifting weights with that baby in her stomach. No, no. That lady drinks Henny out the bottle. No chaser. I'm not dealing with her. Henny? That, that's equivalent to, to Black and Miles. If you drink Henny or have Black and Miles, I'm a little bit scared of you. It's had bit. A little Absolutely bit. Absolutely not. No, Krishan <laughs> scares me. Um, But my why would you say that? So there's this shirt, right? And it says Black Lives Matter on the shirt. But then it got a it got a it got a little coffee cup. It says, but first, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna post this on the story just so y'all can see for context. It's literally Black Lives Matter. But first, coffee. Like, you know those little like cute little like TJ mats? But first, let me get my coffee. Like literally, that's the style of the shirt. <laughs> Oh, that is insane. Someone quoted it said, but first, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I saw another one. Uh, she said, yeah, I'm a couple days late, but I just saw Viola Davis's Instagram post about Emmett Till. So the accuser passing away, and she wrote, gone too late. <clears throat> Crazy I mean, part is, late. another one of my why would you say that was that they was having a um, lock her up party. <laughs> In celebration of that lady dying. The flyer? The flyer literally says, death penalty, free entry for black people only. Performance by <laughs> little baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds by DJ D-Nice. <laughs> At uh, Magic City. At that. Honestly, the people, I just can't wait for the summer to see all these flyers. I literally live for summer flyers. Cause they just, they just, I'm like, y'all need it. I don't know who gave y'all Photoshop slash Canva. Y'all need it. It needs to be revoked. It needs to be revoked. Girl, I'm going to, um, this Cinco de Mayo thing tomorrow. And why they talk about, oh, we got another event happening on brunch on Sunday. I look at the brunch flyer. It got Beyonce, Bruno Mars, and Rihanna on it. (laughs) (laughs) I Take these people off your flyer. <laughs> Do not ever use Beyonce's likeness on your flyer. If her team knew this was associated with your flyer for brunch, she would be sick. So, I mean, what is the wording on this flyer? Because, Girl, let me look it up because I actually had his page up right now. It says um, the R&B brunch hosted by Hot Rod Classic. <laughs> oh, and it has the weekend on it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Talk about R and B brunch day party starts at three to whenever. <laughs> it's at seven at five. It's at the, it's three, oh wait, at free mimosa picture for groups of five females. <laughs> females, females <laughs> on the flyer, mom. 
You couldn't say ladies? Ladies. He said five of y'all females. <laughs> that is so derogatory. I hate that word. I, I hate you. Um, last one, and this is definitely a little bit Denasia coded. Sometimes I'll be a little too too, delu- too delusional for me. Let's be a little bit more delusional. And I, I've never heard delusional. <laughs> I get it. I do get it. But it was Denasia coded. It also had a Beyonce meme on it, so it's very Denasia coded. Oh, very much so. Very much so. Um, somebody said a little more what a little more illusional a little just a little more lulu if you will which i i can't guarantee personally (laughs) one thing about me i'm gonna be delusional every time because it it hasn't it hasn't not worked out for me yet yeah you are the definition like literally being delusional has got me to new york (laughs) so right literally because that was it that was a thing and a half no um uh, so my my last one is actually a personal one. Yeah. Um. So I I redownloaded Hinge just for like just just for entertainment purposes. Honestly, like I just like going through and just seeing what um the city has to offer, which isn't much. Um. <laughs> but when I when I do look, um, I be forgetting that people can like see my profile too, and I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> so when I be going through like the people that liked me, they be having their different comments on. And one guy literally commented and said, "Hey, you could cheat on me, and I would say I'm sorry." <sighs> Sprinkle, sprinkle. Sprinkle, sprinkle. I said, oh, you might be an addition. <laughs> no subtraction, baby. You you, you come with me. Add to the roster. You add it to the roster, baby. And then um, another one, he said, uh, most hinge conversations don't go further than what you're doing. I'm trying to see you in person, love. I said, love? Love. Off mm-hmm. bat. I said, I said, oh, no, I understand. Like, you know, most people don't really want to have a real conversation on here. Like, that's understandable. He said, yeah, you know, my ex used to do stuff like that. I said. <laughs> I said, the second message in and you already bring it up, your ex is crazy. Go get your soulmate back. You love that girl. You love that woman. We ain't even, we ain't even bring up nothing else. And you already bringing up your ex-girlfriend? That's crazy. Never okay. ne- unmatched with him immediately. 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 Because go get your wife back. I don't know what you did, but you better go bring her some flowers and try to make it right. Because you obviously not over her. And I'm not going to help you. Uh, yeah, that that's scary. Scary. The whole ex situation. If somebody, my sister was telling me, this guy she was talking to, she said he had a relationship of four years. I said, y'all are literally 19. That's your whole childhood. Whole high school. I'm sitting here like, well, you can't talk to him no more because. That's literally his, his, his first childhood love. Like let him have it. Like that, that's scary. Like if I were to, if I were to ever break up with Lola, I don't know if I would ever, I would bring him up probably to all, every single man. (laughs) I would. Cause I'm sure it would be my fault. I'm not gonna hold it. That man is too perfect. He would. That would be my fault. We've Crazy. had this conversation. We've had this conversation. I said, if, if if something ever happened, I do think it would be my fault. That's 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 self. That's honestly self awareness. Like I applaud you for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. No. He he don't be doing any anytime I'm in the wrong. That's about ninety eight percent of the time. I'm not gonna hold you. Ninety eight. Self And that two yeah. percent is really. I just took what he said wrong. Mm. So healthy, to say the very least. You know, <laughs> only one of us can be the breast star. Only one of us can bring the, bring the spice. Yeah, it can't be both of us. 
It's one of the other babes. That part. And on that note, we love y'all. It's 12.03 a.m. on Friday. We're, we're a little, we need to bring delusional back because we, we, we've been a little delulu. We've been a little. <laughs> uh, we'll tap in, y'all. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please follow us on Instagram, personals, and type A black girls on Instagram. Yes. And our and we also discussed this before the call. We're going to start actually adding the why would you say that to our stories so y'all can see them and making them a highlight because you have to yeah. see this shirt, baby. You just have to see it. I can't, words can't describe the Black Lives Matter but coffee. Like, it, it's insane. Um, but yes, please subscribe so you can see our faces in the next episodes. Bye. Bye.